And now, The Mentors, one of the most popular and unique shows on the radio today. Each week, one of our four remarkable CEOs, including Tom Lord, John Phillips, and Rick Brutico, will challenge your thinking about life and work. Sought after for their success and for consistently putting people first, treating employees and customers with respect, and helping others succeed, now these same CEOs, the mentors, want to help you achieve your highest level of profitability, success, and personal fulfillment in life, at work, and in business. Now, here's your mentor. Welcome back to the Mentors Radio. I'm Tom Laurie. Today, our guest mentor, Kristen Souza, is a recurring contributor to The Mentors. Kristen is a highly regarded and sought-after talent acquisition expert with a career that spans 20 years, including key roles at Indeed.com, which is the highest traffic job website in the United States, Account Temps, and Monster. Kristen is also an entrepreneur. She is the co-founder and chief revenue officer of a specialty company in the talent acquisition field, Talent Squirrels. Its specialty is helping others find the perfect nut. Today, Kristen will give us an update on the US job market, what's hot, what's not, and we'll discuss some trends and obstacles to employment that she is seeing. Kristen, welcome back. Let's get started by having you again remind the audience what makes Talent Squirrels specials. What do you do there and how is it going as an entrepreneur? Oh, well, thank you. Uh, and thanks again for having me. Um, it is kind of nutty. We actually started uh, the company and kind of launched it at the beginning of 2020. So um, secret shopping recruiters and hiring managers and executives in companies has kind of gone away. But uh, given kind of us starting to come out of COVID, we're uh, definitely starting to get some traction. We've got a couple um, interesting clients that we did some work on in Q4, and then another one or two that we're looking at um, in the process of statement and work and contracts. So um, it's it's been good. I mean, basically what we do is we basically create resumes, um, act like a candidate that is looking to work for your organization, and basically then document and record the whole recruitment process via the phone, via in person, all the voicemails, all the texts, all the interaction. Um, we give out, we give you a good analysis of kind of what worked and didn't work. Um, and then we also can address concerns like diversity, ethnicity, gender, how good is your team compared to your competition? And right now, are your hiring managers and executives being a bit more too picky or inappropriate? Um, we did a neat um, uh, talent squirrel secret shop in at the end of Q4 where we worked with uh, a warehouse that was a third-party warehouse that um, did all the warehousing and customer service for their clients. But... We didn't actually shop their recruiters. We actually shopped their, they outsourced their recruitment and we shopped their largest uh, RPO, which was definitely very interesting um, in regards to it. Very much volume hiring and very much just reading for a script. And can you, you know, can you breathe? Can you show up? Will you show up? Would you look to maybe staying with us after the holidays? So it was definitely a, a very interesting um, um, endeavor. Um, and then we do have another one coming up where we're actually partnering with some other companies and one of them is Signet, and um, we're doing using their sales assessment to um, assess their salespeople up front and see see where it fits to the organization and what the what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, what the company's looking for. Our talent squirrels are then taking that same assessment and our leadership is taking that assessment and then we're going into secret shop. So that should be an interesting project. And uh, probably towards the end of Q2 into Q3. Next year. <laughs> uh, well, 2021, this year. Oh, 20, oh, Q2 this year. Okay. Yeah, this year. So what are the, I mean, you're an entrepreneur. We have a lot of people out there in our audience that are entrepreneurs. What, what's been the big takeaway for you in the last year as you've been uh, coming in and being a co-founder and building this company? Um, 
I've always worked for big global companies that are at least a billion or plus. So it's definitely been very eye-opening for me. Um, you definitely have to do all the work. There's no one there to really push it off to. So that's been interesting. Um, I've got a great uh, small team that I'm working with and we're constantly looking at adding some different talent squirrels. So it's it's been fun. It, it really has. I never, ever, ever thought I would co-found a startup. That was the last thing on my list. Hard work takes yes. courage. It does. So let's get on with the topic, our big topic today. Just I always like to just get an update on how you're moving forward with talent squirrels. I'm an entrepreneur at heart, as you know, and I know. always fun to hear what other people are going through. So give us a, a quick overview of the job market. Uh, is the world of work still upside down or is it beginning to stabilize? It's actually beginning to stabilize. So I think um, let's kind of talk, we, we did this about a year ago um, and let's kind of just benchmark where we were a year ago and then we can move into going forward. So where we were last year, Prior to pandemic in early 2020, we were at the lowest unemployment in 51 plus years at 3.5 to 3.6% before the pandemic. And then when we recorded last May of 2020, unemployment was at 14.7 at the low. And in key markets, in some big markets like California, Oregon, Washington, Illinois, New York, um, they were as high as 22%. Um, and to give you an idea of kind of what the hot jobs were then, it was logistics and trucking, um, pharma, nursing, obviously because the pandemic, home health, um, delivery drivers, and then obviously tech because everyone had to go remote and go online. Um, where we are today, and this is based on um, Indeed, compared to February 1st of 20, pre-pandemic, we actually now have 23.4% more jobs, frankly, millions more jobs, um, and actually exceeding pre-COVID baseline. Um, so um, Indeed, ZipRecruiter, LinkedIn, anyone that where you're getting job postings, They've never seen this type of job volume before. Um, it's definitely been accelerating since late January and more into the mainstream since March 1st. Um, job seekers um, are slightly down, same time frame last year, year over year. Um, and the perception is that we were going to be way down, but basically we're back to a job seeker market where the job seeker is now king and has control and they're they know that they have the choice of jobs which is kind of where they were at at the beginning of 2020 before the pandemic um, an interesting study by manpower group says that nearly 70 percent of the u.s workforce and companies are reporting they're struggling to find skilled workers and this is the worst they've ever seen since tracking that so it's definitely going to be an interesting year, the rest of this year, to kind of see how how it plays out. Well, like, you know, just picking up a paper, you get some idea that uh, some of this is going on. You've got the facts. Uh, so it's, it's an amazing time. We're going through a transition. Uh, and we're going to come back in a few minutes, and, and Kristen's going to give us more of the stats on what's going on, what's hot, what's not, geography, and we'll talk a little bit about the, the employee being in control of things. So we're against a break. We'll be back in a few minutes with our guest mentor, Kristen Souza, talent acquisition expert and co-founder of Talent Squirrels. Thank you for listening, and thank you for spreading the word about the Mentors Radio. Our podcast downloads have increased over a 1,000% since January of last year. Make sure you tell your friends. You can go to our website, thementorsradio.com, and click on past shows to find many of our past guests, which are outstanding. This is Tom Laurie, and you're listening to the Mentors Radio. Hi, I'm the executive producer of the Mentors Radio Show. Usually I'm behind the scenes, but I want to tell you about something special. If you're an entrepreneur like me, you need steady energy and focus. Here's my secret. I rely on science-backed, high-quality, bulletproof collagen protein and other bulletproof products. My sister told me about it. 
At feelgreat.vip, you can learn the health journey of Bulletproof founder, Dave Asprey. Find out what sets these products apart from the rest. Nothing can replace the advice of your medical doctor, but good nutrition can absolutely enhance your mood, energy, and focus, like it did for me. The demands of business, not to mention important time with family and friends, make steady energy so important. With more than 1 million fans, 1 million fans, I'm not alone in recommending Bulletproof. Go to feelgreat.vip. That's VIP, like very special person. Feelgreat.vip to learn more. Better life, better business. Hi, I'm Christoph Nauer. I'm a certified business and life coach, helping business owners increase productivity, profits, and improve personal life. I'm the founder of Balance 6, Money, health, relationship, time management, self-improvement, and higher power. I coach business owners to work smarter, not longer, to have time for better personal life. I hold you accountable for making time available to balance six, to nurture yourself and your relationships, and making more money with less stress. Get off the hamster wheel, and I will show you the secrets to real success. In case you're wondering about my accent, I came from Switzerland more than 30 years ago. But I assure you, my coaching will be in excellent English. Visit our website at balance6.biz. That's balance6.biz. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Back. This is Tom Laurie, and today I'm joined by Kristen Souza, founder of Talent Squirrels and form, former head of international sales at Indeed.com. We're talking today about the job market. Remember, you can listen to this show or any previous show via podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, Google, and more on any device, anytime. Subscribe at TheMentorsRadio.com. So you were giving us uh, uh, some stats on where we were a year ago and where we are today and how the employee is become the king or the person being recruited. Uh, Tell us more about what you're seeing out there in the job market with regards to geographies, what's hot, uh, trends. Okay, sure, thanks. Um, So where we are overall employment right now is uh, 6.1 compared to where we were 14.7 to 22%. the area that, that are, are the hardest hit um, is actually uh, w- your backyard. Um, San Jose, Oakland, and San Francisco is at an 8.3 unemployment, and Hawaii at the, is the highest at 8.5. Um, and they're the most hurting when we look at like jobs on Indeed, where they're the number one job site and scrape everyone's jobs. And they have not caught up to where they were February 1st of last year. Um, Interesting enough, all other markets have caught back up. And most are ahead of February 1st, 2020. Warehouse has seen the highest growth, um, way, way up um, due to the pandemic. Um, Consumer behavior is somewhat back. Um, because people are kind of in person do going shopping and dining, but we don't believe that permanently. Um, we still believe that more shopping and ordering from home will stay um, stay steady um, versus um, pre-COVID. Um, some of the top job markets um, are very similar to what they were um, at the beginning of the pandemic. So what we're seeing is um, manufacturing, um, uh, truck driving, warehouse, um, pharma. Um, those are kind of loading and stocking and actually construction. Construction is definitely up, which I was a little surprised with given the fact that, well, if you're building a house, it's going to cost you a lot more with the cost of lumber. But those are kind of the the hot markets, and those actually are more than 50% up job-wise compared to February 1st of, of 2020. Um, and uh, now tourists and hospitality 
are coming back in the last month or so since the fact that more more uh, locations and opportunities are open, but they're still below where they were February 1st, 2020. But you know, the rest of all the other industries um, are at least breaking even. So that that's definitely a good sign that, that they're coming back. Um, the biggest area that is getting hit from a um, job narrative is low wage jobs. So that means it's retail, it's restaurant, it's hospitality and entertainment. Um, uh, so they are long hours, low pay, not a structured set salary, maybe you don't have the best boss. So, you know, we're seeing a lot, and I don't know if you're seeing it in the Bay Area, but I'm seeing it a lot on the East Coast where restaurants, because they don't have the staff, are shortening their hours. They're shutting down, like maybe they were open seven days a week, and now they're closing on Sunday, Monday due to the, um, the staff shortage. Um, the other thing that's been happening in the market is the baby boomer pre-COVID was running out of the market. Well, let's, let's just, I just want to cut in briefly. This is Tom Lord. You're listening to Mentors Radio Show today with talent acquisition expert and co-founder of Talent Squirrels, Kristen Souza, who knows what a perfect nut looks like, acts like, talks like. So I want to come back uh, to these uh, the upside part before you get into the next uh, subject. Um, I, I, I know on the air tra- and the travel thing, because I have two uh, stepsons who fly for JetBlue, they're telling me that their flights are full. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's really been an upsurge in the last few months with regards to air travel. Correct. But also uh, recently it was reported that about, uh, depending on the airline, about a third of all the airline, all the airplanes are still uh, sitting out in the desert somewhere in Arizona uh, mm-hmm. with, I think Southwest has the fewest number of uh, planes uh, on the desert and they've got, they're running at about uh, minus 15%, but the others are running as 30 and 40% in terms of not having enough planes. And the pilots are having, the pilots, they have to do, I think, three touchdowns a month. And so my stepsons who were able to fly throughout the pandemic are getting a lot of extra flights because other pilots who were kind of sort of laid off have to go back and get recertified. So there's a lot going on there. Right. Uh, I, I also uh, uh, saw that you know, Home Depot, when you're talking about the home, a lot of things around uh, people getting out and working on their homes and Home Depot is uh, doing well in Lowe's. And then today I saw that when you're talking about the retail sector, let's get into the product areas because these are also sources of jobs. Apparently, personal care and grooming items like nail polish and perfume and all that are climbing fast, luggage, alarm clocks, swimsuits, hard goods like furniture are taking off. Uh, that would be back down in the Carolinas if they're still making furniture down there. Oh, they are in high point, let me tell you. And then uh, I saw that... Um, well, and there's a shortage there on furniture. Like for you to order furniture right now, um, it's taking like three, four months to even get the furniture. Yeah, it's it's uh, really something. And and in, in the world I live in, in biotech, there are more than 2,600 clinical trials underway right now worldwide, which means there could be as many as three to 400 potential new product approvals uh, over the next five years. And that itself is going to be, I'm thinking now about people thinking about choosing careers, where to go. That's going, that's not a short-term thing. That's a long-term thing. What right. I found what I found interesting at the hairdressing salons while they're recovering, uh, they're still well below where they were pre-COVID and the sports clubs are the same. Uh, people are still reluctant uh, to go into the sports clubs. So for people that are personal trainers and all of that, these, these areas are rebounding, but maybe not as fast as that. I think many of us hoped. Well, it's interesting, Tom, because I think depending on when your state opened up, that that is different because here in on the East Coast in the South, where things opened up quicker than they did, our hair salons are full. Our gyms they're maybe not as full, but they they definitely are rebounding a little bit quicker because of kind of the opening up, and then also. The more people get vaccinated, the more people are double vaccinating. They're now then going out. 
um, and kind of what, what I'm seeing. I'm going to make sure we spend some time talking about vaccination and employment. That's kind of a hot issue. Mm -hmm. And I know you want to talk a little bit about the resistance that's in the marketplace. Uh, there's a fair amount of resistance out there with regards to taking a job. So when we come back with our guest mentor, Kristen Souza, uh, we're going to talk about those things. This is Tom Laurie, and this is the Mentors Radio Show. A lifetime ago, young naval aviator Tom McGuire took the oath of allegiance to support and defend the U.S. Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now a San Francisco PD homicide inspector, McGuire hadn't thought about the oath in years, but that was all about to change. A famous local newspaper columnist had been murdered. For McGuire, there's an eerie chill of recognition about it, hearkening back to his days as a prisoner of war after being shot down in North Vietnam. A lifetime ago, another young naval pilot took that same oath. Also shot down in battle, he too spent time as a POW, same camp as McGuire. After 30 years, their lives were about to cross once again. But how and why after all these years? Multi-award winning mystery author Dennis Kohler's The Oath can be found online or for an autographed copy at oathbook.org. That's oathbook.org, oathbook.org. Here at Mentors Radio, we've been working hard to help you succeed in every way possible. That's why we're proud to let you know about our newest find, BetterCreditDeal.com. BetterCreditDeal.com links you to a credit processing company, Cornerstone Payment Systems, that truly shares your ethical values and that can give you lower rates immediately. They don't just say it, they prove it to you. Their commitment to ethical behavior is rock solid. For example, unlike most other credit processing companies, something you may not have known before, Cornerstone refuses to process any porn-related business. They're not newbies either. The company we recommend has more than 50 years' experience and provides 24-7 in-house support. See what they can do for you today. Go to BetterCreditDeal.com. That's BetterCreditDeal.com. BetterCreditDeal.com. Ugh, Bob, I'm so frustrated. Sorry to hear that, Sarah. What's going on? I feel like I'm spinning. I I make goals to make money, work less, spend more quality time with family. But the truth is, I never actually achieve these goals. Year after year, I try to do things differently, but ultimately nothing changes. What's the point? Yeah, I did the same thing until I saw a friend completely change her life in less than a year. I was shocked. She sounded just like you a year ago, but not anymore. Wow, what'd she do? She she decided to work with a Brian Tracy certified coach named Christoph Nauer. Certified by Brian Tracy? He must be good. Even better. He guarantees results. He listens. It's very customized to you. Wow, that gives me hope. As a listener of The Mentors Radio, you get a free one-on-one -on -one Take My Time Back session. Don't wait. Go to balance6.biz. That's balance, the number six, dot B-I-Z to book your free assessment. Balance6.biz. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back. This is Tom Roy. Today, I'm joined by Kristen Souza, founder of Talent Squirrels and former head of international sales at Indeed.com. We're talking about the job market. Remember, you can hear us on the Salem Radio Network Saturdays in California and on iHeartRadio everywhere else. And then online anytime at TheMentorsRadio.com or on any podcast platform after the show airs. So let's talk about resistance. There's a, apparently some resistance out there. People don't want to go back to work. Or they I shouldn't say they don't want to go back to the office. Uh, but it is your... I, 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 there's a that. lot going on around that. Oh, it's, it's, it's like, I don't even want to go there. It's such an interesting dialogue. So just to give you an idea of occupancy right now, um, in the top 10 metro markets um, of office commercial buildings, only 27.8% are occupied. Um, and those leaders that want to bring their people back full time um, I know JP Morgan just has a big new building and they're saying they're bringing the other one back. We work the same, the same thing. But there was an interesting study being a Robert Haffer and being there for so many years 
Robert Hans just uh, recently did a study and one in three professionals, 34% say that if they are required to work full time in an office, they are gonna look for a new job and they're gonna quit. Um, 49% of the market is preferring kind of a hybrid work schedule where they divide their time between the office and another location. And then um, people, you know, there's the option of fully remote and people are kind of like, well, I still kind of want that relationship with my coworkers and that that's gonna, that, that's gonna suffer. So 28% say, I don't wanna really lose that. Um, they also feel like there's gonna be a decrease in pro productivity at home. So they're kind of saying 26% are saying, I don't know if I wanna be fully remote. And then a few people, and this is something we can talk a bit about later, is career advancement. There's gonna be fewer career advancements if, um, if, you, um, if you don't have visibility with your bosses because people weren't promoted during, during COVID. So that's kind of been um, interesting um, information on, on kind of where people mentally are at. Um, plus, you know, you look at the females in the workforce, 22.2 million women had to leave the workforce to take care of children, you know, the hybrid working. Um, so there's some interesting stats um, saying some people, if they have a job and they still have been able to work remote, they're kind of afraid, they're risk averse. 53.8% um, of men said that they don't want to make a career change for the next 12 months. And 61%, 61.7% of women they, um, they don't want to make the change either. And then there's still that underlying um, unemployment benefits and childcare concerns. This is Tom Laurie. You're listening to the Mentors Radio. Today we're with talent acquisition expert and co-founder of Talent Squirrels, Kristen Souza, who knows what the perfect nut looks like, talks like, and acts like. So when we're talking, I mean, this, this is a fascinating area about the transition. Uh, I read recently that one of the problems is that a lot of companies don't have a coherent post-pandemic office strategy mm -hmm. uh, and how they're going to be protected for whatever. And uh, and that goes back also to what you just talked about being totally decentralized, working remotely, the hub and spoke, and going back to the primary office. And I've also read that there's um, a lot of people are uh, feel that there's a lot of broken promises. They were they moved. They went to other areas, they were working remote, uh, and they thought that the company would continue to support that. They're not sure if they will. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's, there's some other confusing policies that apparently companies have, uh, and they're losing trust with their employees. And one of the comments I read is that uh, corporate culture, which I think is important, uh, a lot of people are saying they don't need to go back to the office for corporate, corporate culture. They think it's corporate BS. Mm -hmm. So maybe you could touch briefly on some of those points. Well, I think, I think people are, companies are still a little bit cocky that um, there were more people than jobs during the COVID and they're not being realistic on where we are and really taking a look under the covers and really being truthful to their employees. People who have their lives thrown upside down, um, you know, um, having to work remote and educate your children, your, you know, kindergartner, your fifth grader, your, you know, taking care of a baby. And they've done it and done it well. And um, there's a lot of burnout going on right now. Um, well, I'm going to come back to one comment you just made about productivity, worried about productivity. Now, as I recall, last year when you were on the air, you were telling me that everything showed that uh, remote workers were actually working longer hours and were more mm -hmm. productive. That yes. seems to be a little bit of an oxymoron that they're worried about productivity when they've actually uh, gotten a lot of productivity out of the last year. Well, and I, I don't think companies have really done a deep dive to know that. I, you know, I also think that, I mean, it's been over a full year and people are burned out. Like people, 41% or four out of 10 people are burnt out more so than when they were a year ago. They're, they're fatigued with the amount of workload plus the amount of home workload that they have to do. 
um, a lot of them, given COVID, had to forfeit um, PTO and vacation. Um, and a lot of them were like, we're done. We're going to take some time off. We're going to get out of town. Like 57% of people, um, and this is, this is based on another uh, study that our Robert Half did, that 57 people are going to away vacation and travel and disconnect themselves from work. Um, and then there's another part of it where it's called the leisure, where people have been locked up and haven't been able to go anywhere. And a lot of it is, I hate to use the word the millennials, but some of the younger work where they're like, I haven't seen my friends. I haven't done anything. Like I need to go somewhere and I'm going to take the time off and I'm going to take the summer off. Well, I'm not a millennial, but I have some of those same feelings. <laughs> I think it's going to be interesting to watch the holidays over the summer and what happens with travel. And that goes back to the jobs are going to be in the travel. There should be an upsurge in the travel industry. I think a lot of people are looking to get away, get out from and get, I know the parks are getting full. As a matter of fact, Yosemite's got a reservation system this year. You can't just go there anymore. Okay. Um, Air, so that, airlines are growing up. Like I want to try to book a flight on Southwest. I'm a loyal Southwest. I know your stepsons are jet blue, but I'm loyal Southwest. And like they wanted $500 for a flight. And I was like, what? Wait, hold on. I've only been paying a <laughs> hundred. Well, one of the problems is that uh, you get on a plane, but have you talked to anybody that's traveling? You can't get a car. The mm -hmm. rental car prices have gone out of sight. So you can fly mm -hmm. anywhere you want, but then you're going to pay a fortune to get a car if you can get a car. Well, then there's the gas prices. Let's go there. And it, like Uber is going through the roof. So if you didn't want to rent a car, you're going to pay double to get an Uber driver to drive you somewhere because the gas prices are so high. Yes. So I, I think the, the, the point is, and we're going to go to break in a second, is all of these trends, I would encourage everybody to follow these trends that will tell you more about where the opportunities are uh, and where the jobs are going to be and also where the demand is. Uh, and that's what we're talking about. So we're going to be back in a few minutes with our guest mother, Kristen Souza, talent acquisition expert and co-founder of Talent Squirrels. This is Tom Laurie, and this is the Metropolis Radio. Hey, professional business women. I know how busy your life is. To look your best, nails matter. The good news is I can save you a lot of nasty, chemical-smelling nail salon time. Just imagine, a perfect manicure in just minutes, at home, even while watching TV. No dry time, no smudges, no streaks, and your new manicure will last up to 10 days, often longer. I'm talking about 100% real nail polish. Yes, real nail polish, including top and base coat, all in one, that can gently be stretched for a perfect custom fit. Gorgeous, vibrant colors, soft pastels, gentle glitter or can't-miss designs and nail art. You have options. For about $12 a set, you can even get some free. Choose your colors or designs. Receive them in about three days. Done. Everything you need is included. Polish easily removes and does not damage nails. Check it out. Nailsforme.com. Nails, the number four, M-E.com. That's nailsforme.com. Hi, I'm the executive producer of the Mentors Radio Show. Usually I'm behind the scenes, but I want to tell you about something special. If you're an entrepreneur like me, you need steady energy and focus. Here's my secret. I rely on science-backed, high-quality, bulletproof collagen protein and other bulletproof products. My sister told me about it. At feelgreat.vip, you can learn the health journey of bulletproof founder Dave Asprey. Find out what sets these products apart from the rest. Nothing can replace the advice of your medical doctor, but good nutrition can absolutely enhance your mood, energy, and focus like it did for me. The demands of business, not to mention important time with family and friends, make steady energy so important. With more than 1 million fans, 1 million fans, I'm not alone in recommending Bulletproof. Go to feelgreat.vip. That's VIP, like very special person. feelgreat.vip to learn more. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back. This is Tom Lloyd. Today, I'm joined by Kristen Souza, founder of Talent Squirrels and former head of international sales at Indeed.com. We're talking today about the job market. And uh, this is really for anybody that's in transition or thinking of being in transition. So I, I'm curious. I, I read a lot about vaccinations, vaccination cards, 
I have uh, relatives who had COVID. Uh, they, there is some concern about getting vaccinated after you already have the antibodies. Mm -hmm. I don't think we know all the data around that. What do you think companies are going to do going forward with regards to coming into the office? I know it's hard to speculate, uh, but there's certainly a lot of talk around uh, vaccination. Do you need it to go back to work? Should you get it? Are there advantages? It's a tough I mean, subject, I know. But. It, it, it's a really tough subject. Um, I have seen um, people that if they're going to go back to work, they're definitely going to want to have their, their space where they have kind of their private space to work so they're not close on top of everybody. So the companies are going to have to, as we talked about before, like last um may companies are going to have to retool spaces because people aren't going to be feel comfortable being on top of each other um I, I do see that um ceos and senior leadership can say you know hey to protect themselves and everyone else they need to be vaccinated but you know as we know so far if you're not vaccinated you're the one that's at risk like you're the one you know the vaccinated people so you know, I think it's also going to be interesting to see if they have to wear masks. And, you know, I, I just think it's such a big, you know, discussion point that we're just going to have to see what companies are doing, what states are doing. Um, but it's, it's a big and, question. And what mark. you pointed out, I hadn't thought about that, is this balance between liability as an employer mm -hmm. versus having people vaccinated. Uh, the uh, the CEOs, the management teams, the executive teams are really caught in a vice on this one, on what they do. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but that's something for people to watch. So let's talk a little bit about unemployment compensation and the impact on the job market, on people getting jobs and what you see around the country with regards to that aspect. Well, I do believe with the changes in employment benefits, um, 18 states have said they are going to um, stop offering the unemployment benefits without proof like we were before COVID. So it will be interesting what those 18 states see. Um, the other thing is there are 25 states that are increasing their minimum wage to get try to give a better fair wage. So it'll be interesting to see the states and the overlap and what happens there with their job mark, with their um, employee um, going back to work, um, their unemployment. Um, a lot of people, to your point earlier, a lot of people are moving out of places. They're moving out of California. They're moving out of New York, high income cost of living and they're moving to Texas, you know, the South we're blowing up like Raleigh, we're like the third fastest growing um, city in the nation um, because of our, our tech job stuff that's coming in. So I think that's going to change it. But I do believe there's definitely going to need to be some very good best practices for companies to attack talent. So um, I've got some good pointers there where um, uh, you know, we kind of talked about it. Job seekers need to understand what it's like to work for you. They want to understand, like, why? Why do I want to work for you? Why do I want to work for you, Tom? Um, they really need to, companies really need to get back on their brand awareness and how they're marketing themselves on company pages, on Indeed and Glassdoor. And they're going to really need to um, optimize their content and really talk about their perks and benefits because people are making career changes. People are leaving lower end jobs and they're going to try to retool to go to other jobs. So um, companies really need to update on that. They need to really give a, give a good example of job descriptions, what the company is, what the compensation is, what the benefits are, what the dollars are, what the skills are. Um, and they really need to make the apply process easy. Um, uh, because people are not going to get out, go out there and spend 30, 40 minutes replying to a job and putting everything all the information into the system so we're seeing definitely a big push on ai and how ai can help um, companies candidates and internal talent tom laurie you're listening to the mentors radio and we're with Kristen souza today who's a talent acquisition expert um so as you were talking what do you think if 
and I know there's a continuum, but what do you think people are looking for with regards to work? You mentioned a lot of things companies have to do, which obviously has got to be in response to how they view potential recruits are going to respond. But what do you think is going on in the mind of the people that are out there looking for a job? People are looking for, a lot of them did not get salary increases or got laid off. So they're looking at salary growth. Um, Like they're saying 54% of people are looking for companies that they're going to be able to grow salary wise. They're looking at career advancement. A lot of them haven't received any career advancement. They're 47% of saying they're looking for career advancement. Um, they, uh, 44% are saying they're looking for skills development so they can develop their skills. Um, some people, if companies are smart and they are, the workforce is not where they are, really looking at how they can retool a candidate. For example, if you don't have enough data scientists, um, an actuary and insurance company could actually, if you have a couple training classes developed, fill that need. So I think companies need to understand kind of what training they need to do and what skill set they could train into that job if the if there's not the talent in your market there. And I think uh, community colleges and other programs out there are developing certificates to augment that, right? A lot going Correct. on in that. Yeah, the, the um, college and um, higher education are definitely um, having to retool. Um, so they're doing certificates. Um, it used to be that back in the day, those online universities like the Southern New Hampshire, the Strayer, the University of Phoenix, the Liberty University, they were not considered valued um, degrees or certificates. Given the fact that most people now have had to do online, they're actually, they were ahead of the times, and a lot of universities and admission directors I've talked to, they're going to almost have to do a hybrid similar to what companies are to attract talent because college enrollment beginning of uh, September 2020 to spring 2021 was down about a third to a fourth, and they're just now starting to come back, but they're also trying, they're also realizing that they were able to do some things with online and they could probably do a hybrid and help with whatever the student wanted to do. Um, It just will be more difficult to do in certain like sciences where they have to have labs and fine arts and certain degrees where you kind of need that face-to-face touch point. Um, But I think that's, that's a big thing right now from an educate higher education standpoint. And have, you know, I know you used to work with Indeed and Robert Half, has the landscape changed much for them and how they go about uh, finding candidates? And, and I'm going to go back to an old rule that we use, and that is 20% of the jobs will come off the job boards and 80% will come from networking. Has that changed at all in all of this? Should people still be out there networking? I, it seems oh. like with them being in control, they don't have to network as much that the employers are going to track them down any way they can. But what is well, your thoughts on that? I mean, an infer, uh, uh, employee ref- in an employee uh, uh, an employee referral is still going to take top notch. I mean, 80% of companies, if, if you get referred into that company, you're going to get an interview. You might not get the job, but you're going to get the interview because you're a known commodity and someone knows you personally. So that's still the case. Um, the the staffing firms and and indeed i mean they're 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 struggling they're struggling they're well, struggling let's come right back now. to that we're going to cut for a break uh we'll be back in a few minutes with our guest mentor Kristen souza we got one more segment left come back this is uh for those people that are in transition and trying to sort things out you'll find all of our show notes and links at mentorsradio.com and when you're there make sure you subscribe this is tom Laurie, and this is the mentors radio show better life better business hi I'm Christoph Nauer. I'm a certified business and life coach, helping business owners increase productivity, profits, and improve personal life. I'm the founder of Balance 6, money, health, relationship, time management, self-improvement, and higher power. I coach business owners to work smarter, not longer, to have time for better personal life. I hold you accountable for making time available to Balance 6. 
to nurture yourself and your relationships and making more money with less stress. Get off the hamster wheel and I will show you the secrets to real success. In case you're wondering about my accent, I came from Switzerland more than 30 years ago. But I assure you, my coaching will be in excellent English. Visit our website at balance6.biz. That's balance6.biz. A lifetime ago, young naval aviator Tom McGuire took the oath of allegiance to support and defend the U.S. Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now a San Francisco PD homicide inspector, McGuire hadn't thought about the oath in years, but that was all about to change. A famous local newspaper columnist had been murdered. For McGuire, there's an eerie chill of recognition about it, hearkening back to his days as a prisoner of war after being shot down in North Vietnam. A lifetime ago, another young naval pilot took that same oath. Also shot down in battle, he too spent time as a POW, same camp as McGuire. After 30 years, their lives were about to cross once again. But how and why after all these years? Multi-award winning mystery author Dennis Kohler's The Oath can be found online or for an autographed copy at oathbook.org. That's oathbook.org, oathbook.org. Here at Mentors Radio, we've been working hard to help you succeed in every way possible. That's why we're proud to let you know about our newest find, BetterCreditDeal.com. BetterCreditDeal.com links you to a credit processing company, Cornerstone Payment Systems, that truly shares your ethical values and that can give you lower rates immediately. They don't just say it, they prove it to you. Their commitment to ethical behavior is rock solid. For example, unlike most other credit processing companies, something you may not have known before, Cornerstone refuses to process any porn-related business. They're not newbies either. The company we recommend has more than 50 years' experience and provides 24-7 in-house support. See what they can do for you today. Go to BetterCreditDeal.com. That's BetterCreditDeal.com. BetterCreditDeal.com. And now... Back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back. This is Tom Lawrence, and I'm with Kristen Souza, who is the founder of Talent Squirrels, and we're talking about the job market. So let's talk real quick here, where we don't have a lot of time, about what's going on with these uh, search, uh, the search firms, the jobs, uh, you know, the Indeeds of the world, and Robert Half and whatever. Um, I would say they're struggling just as much as companies are. Um, but what they are doing is they're educating their clients on what they need to do to attract the, the best talent. So those clients that aren't willing to pay a fair wage, they're not, they're not going to be able to find talent. And those companies, like the staffing firms are being very clear. It's great you want this talent, but you're not going to find someone with five years. You might find someone for two years. So it's educating the client on what they need to do and what they're going to get with what they're willing to pay. And I know Indeed and ZipRecruiter and Glassdoor, they're all going out and educating clients on how they need to look at their brand awareness, how they need to optimize their jobs, what they need to put in their job description, what kind of perks. They can't just use that same boilerplate job that they used a year ago um, to find the talent. So they're really educating them on that. Um, and then speed to market. Like you don't have time to wait. It's kind of like in certain markets, the housing market, the candidate, you, you need to make that job offer. If you like that candidate, you need to make that job offer the next day or two days. You can't wait 23 days. That was the past when someone hiring someone um, pre, you know, uh, before when there were more people than jobs. Well, and I've also seen uh, like TikTok. Apparently, TikTok now, people are posting job advice, career advice, uh, three things you never want to say in an interview, how to mm -hmm. answer interview questions, how to find your dream career, how to quit like a pro. I mean, TikTok, TikTok was more of an entertainment thing, and now it's become a, another channel for information. Well, and, and social media has always been information and um, people need to, as we've advised in the past, you need to be cautious on what you put out there on social media. Um, but 
you know, the LinkedIn's, your Facebook, you know, your TikTok, your Twitter, you need to make sure that it's professional because the recruiters will still always look at it. So making sure you've got good contact, good information. Um, LinkedIn, one of my biggest things to tell people is the recommendation section put your references, have your references give you recommendations, because then if someone happens to, a recruiter happens to look at you, they've already got your references before they even call you to interview you. So um, that's just another tidbit of mine for kind of social media to help you as a candidate. And if a friend, uh, let's go somebody on, that's fairly new to the workforce, a few years into it, uh, let, what would you advise them uh, that they should do when they're looking for a job? A young um, person. A young person, um, always be positive, um, always be responsive, always dress for success. I know you're doing a lot of Zoom interviews right now, but make sure that you're dressed, that your background is good, that you know what your strengths are, that you know what your references are gonna say about you, and that you tell them, you don't tell them what you did, you show, the, you tell, you show them how you impacted or how you made a difference in your last job. It's not just reciting the job description. We have some new uh, college graduates coming into the market as well. So I imagine this advice would apply to them equally. Yes, this this the group of college students graduating this year are in a way better position than last year. So, um, but always be positive, be professional, be on time. Um, just um, show them how you're gonna make a difference to their company, but also ask them and really dig into what the why of the company because you want it to be a good match it's kind of like dating so well that's we're gonna have to close it there thank you Kristen Souza for joining us we've been talking to Kristen Souza talent acquisition expert and co-founder of talent squirrels learn more about this and other shows by going to our website when you're there make it easy for yourself and subscribe to future shows you can also listen to us online any device anytime at the mentorsradio.com or any podcast platform Join us next week at the same time for the next edition of the Mentors Radio. Until then, this is Tom Laurie signing off to, for today. And remember to be all that you can be and keep the candle lit for all who struggle in the darkness. It's been The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. To get more information about the program or a sponsor, to download a podcast of today's show, or to leave a question for our host, go to TheMentorsRadio.com. That's www.TheMentorsRadio.com. The preceding program, copyright CBJ, LLC. All rights reserved.